Welcome to the new year. Ashley. Happy New Year. Welcome to the new year, Ashley. <laughs> oh, no. Mike, happy new year. Is this the welcome that you're gonna give me? Let's see. Oh my goodness. This is your new year welcome to everybody. All right, let's do it again. I was like, welcome new year. Oh, you're getting on my nerves. Come on, Ashley, you can do it. <laughs> What's new? What's new? All right, so let me tell you something. Tell me. Okay. Well, not you, our audience. You already know this. (laughs) (laughs) So I have been, okay, I have to say this one thing. Actually, you better finish eating that before we continue on because I'm not watching every episode. You're getting too comfortable. (laughs) And I am professional. I have my water. I'm sitting up straight. And you're just starting to put stuff on your face, do your hair and eat. What are you eating? Raisins? Now stop. (laughs) I'm eating. No, I'm eating blueberries. I'm eating. Actually, this is a health thing. I'm eating wild blueberries that you can only find them in the frozen aisle. And you want to always eat wild blueberries because they have the most antioxidants out there because there was some science behind it that these wild blueberries have made it through harsh conditions. So it's the best kind of blueberries. So I got a whole bunch of these wild blueberries and my whole house is sick. My daughter has a two for one strep throat combined with flu A. My son is like hacking and sneezing. My husband sounds nasally. I am the only one that is healthy. You're having your garlic, your garlic tip that I told you? I did. So y'all, Lindsay told me this amazing garlic tip. So you get a clove of fresh garlic, then you mince it. Okay. I don't have a mincer. So what I did is I just put it over a cheese grater to grate it. And then you let it sit out for 10 minutes. So this certain, I think it's Alcyon. I'm not saying it correctly, but this certain chemical in the garlic is activated. Then you put it, you like take it like a shot. You put it with like, I just did cranberry juice because that's what's in my fridge. You could do whatever juice is in your fridge and you just drink it down. I'm doing that in the morning. I just put it in a spoon and it's called Allen. I'm going to spell it as the chemical found in fresh garlic. It's A-L-L-I-I. And so anyway, so I just do that with, I have to have a little bit of juice with it. Antimicrobial, antibacterial. So it's anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, antibacterial. Yeah. So, I mean, my house is literally crawling with bacteria and everything. And I just, you know, I really just, when mama goes down, the whole house goes down. Okay. Right. And so I'm doing all of these things. I took my water supplements, the minerals that from water and wellness that we love, because it says that in times of intense stress or sickness, or you feel like you're coming down with something, make sure to drink those. So I did my ampule this morning. So and I am also keeping a tough mental attitude of I'm not getting sick. I feel great. And I'm staying fantastic. So that was a long tangent on what is Ashley eating? Two other things that I wanted to share with you. And then I'll tell you my awesome news is, oh, you know what, I have to share this after I tell you the news, then it'll make sense. So my awesome, amazing news, and I just wanted to wait is that I'm expecting. Yay! Yay! So, so excited. Our miracle is coming in the spring. Baby boy named Ellison. We are just so thrilled. It has just been such a 
long journey to get this precious baby boy. And I am just overjoyed and overwhelmed with just appreciation that I get to be a mom because I didn't think I was ever going to be one. And so I'm just, I cry every day, I think. So I'm just so happy. So I am six months pregnant and a, a couple of few weeks and all the normal pregnancy things, everything's going really good, super feeling really good and doing all those things like naturally, like the garlic and the blueberries. And well, I had this even before pregnancy, but now it's just really accelerated. I have horrible, horrible restless legs. And it's just been at a completely high level. I swear to goodness, as soon as I found I was pregnant, boom, legs kicked in and they are just gotten worse. So there's two things. One, I got Dr. Berg's natural vitamin B. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. There's the, I'm showing out to the bottle. So I got that. I haven't started it yet, but I'm about to start it. And then let me ask you something. Is it all the vitamin Bs in there or is it one particular vitamin B? It just says natural B1. That's all it says on there. Okay. So it's B1. Okay. There's a bunch of different B vitamins, which is why I'm asking. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got that. And then there is this and I started it for the first time last night and I loved it. It just kept popping up, honestly, as an ad. And so you know how ads are. You're like, okay, I'll look into it. And it is called um, Eight Sheep. And it is a... Eight Sheep? Yeah. And just the letter eight and then sheep. And it is like a lotion that has magnesium in it. And you put it on, it's a weird consistency because you think of a lotion, but it kind of goes, it almost has a chalky feel to it also. That's the magnesium. And it just like gets into your skin and it's safe, especially for, you know, pregnancy women. I'm going to use this even after pregnancy. And it really works. And the reviews are fantastic. The moms are like, oh, I never sleep. And I did. I slept really good last night. And it's specifically for restless leg syndrome? Yes. Yes, for cramps. Okay, well, Lindsay, I don't know about this product. So you need to put this in the show notes so that if somebody's listening. Oh, yeah. Okay. That they can find it. Because I've never heard this before. And I suffer from restless leg syndrome, too. It's horrible. I mean, it's just it's this creepy crawly feeling in your legs. It's just it's, oh, I have to like awful. kick my legs. It's terrible. So yeah, I'll put eight sheep in the notes. And then also Dr. Berg's vitamin B1 because I was taking magnesium supplements before I didn't do anything. So it was this particular Ashley found about this. She was like, you're not taking the right the right vitamin B. Uh, the right vitamin B. There's different forms of it. It's got to be B1. Vitamin B is for restless leg syndrome. Magnesium is for those hard leg jerks that you get. So what I do is I can tell I get hemp hearts, which are I, I get them at Costco. They're shelled hemp hearts. And I get a huge bag and I get two whopping tablespoons. And I will add them to this. Whopping. Con- yeah, whopping. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. oh my God. Welcome to the South, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> These two tablespoons, and I will add it to, you can add it to your yogurt, if that's what you like, oatmeal, a smoothie. Right now, my favorite snack is, you're going to love me just for this, is I do get two tablespoons of nut butter, two tablespoons of cacao powder. My favorite is basically cocoa without the sugar, but it's got all the super antioxidant properties. I get mine at Trader Joe's and it's organic. And then one banana mashed up and then mix it all together, top it with the two 
tablespoons of the hemp hearts, and then I'll put in some really delicious Elizabeth granola. You feel like you are having a chocolate dessert. It is all natural. It is delicious, and it is so filling. What? Do you drizzle a little honey? No, I don't even need any honey. It's so sweet because the banana makes it sweet. Oh, yeah. I smush up the banana in there and I can literally whip it up in three minutes. So when you're having that huge chocolate crave that you're just like, oh my gosh, can't take it. And that's what I do. And it's good for after the, you know, in the new year. So you're not having the bad stuff that we're all having at Christmas. You can have healthy choices. (laughs) Yeah, it's good for a Tuesday. It's good for a Wednesday. Okay. It's good any time of day. So yeah. Well, I was... Really so excited to share the news. And also, I want to be there for other expectant moms. So I obviously have had to learn how to take my care of my skin in a different way. So I will be doing an episode coming up for, I'm not sure when, but it'll be coming up soon, for pregnancy skin, what's pregnancy safe. There's a lot of like confusion and stuff. So believe me, I did all my research. And I'm an esthetician, so I've obviously practiced on pregnant women for a while. So that will be a next episode. This episode, we are finishing our acids for between the BHAs and AHAs. So this time, we are going to talk about AHAs. That's right. So we're just going to go ahead and get into it. AHAs are also known as alpha alpha hydroxy acids, excuse me, and they are chemical exfoliants, meaning they're not and they're not water soluble. So you're like, well, they are water soluble. I mean, and they are. Did I say not? I meant they are. Yeah, they are water soluble. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ugh, driving me bonkers. Okay. Anyways, you're probably thinking, yeah, yeah, so what? I'm not in a science class. Well, the reason why we're telling you this is because these AHA acids, they are used to make your skin brighter and giving you like that more even complexion by peeling away the surface layer of your skin. So after you use an AHA acid, it's going to show you that new brighter skin layer underneath the old surface letter. So I don't know if you've ever gotten like a peel or like a little acid thing, but your skin is just going to feel so much smoother after touching it. And they usually have a humectant. That just means that they trap the water into your skin and then which is really helpful if you have dry skin. Now, I want you to think of AHAs that you're going to be using in those for anti-aging treatment. So, you know, the age spots, the melasma where you're, you know, you're getting different brown spots all over your face. Same with hyperpigmentation, fine lines, wrinkles, and uneven skin tones. Now, we do have a skin secret hot tip. This is for those of you who would like to be in our community. And I'm not gonna tell you what it is because it's a hot tip. And if you're interested in joining our free community, it's at www.lindseyholder.com, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, holder.com. You can pop on in there. Lindsay's got tons of fantastic skincare videos in there. I've got information on, it's in skin school so that you can learn about your skincare ingredients. We also have product recommendations that Lindsay and I actually use. There are different types of 
like in our episode, our last one, BHAs, which I encourage you to listen to or even re-listen to it. Because sometimes when you re-listen to an episode, you just absorb it more and you're like, and you catch things that you didn't the first time. So the previous episode was BHAs and we went over different types. So now we're going to go over just a few common types of AHA acids. And we really wanted to divide both episodes up because it is overwhelming if you did all the acids at one time. I mean, even as an esthetician, I get overwhelmed. So I'm like, let's do this and bite size, skin bites, let's just say that. And then that way, it just makes a lot more sense for you. So glycolic acid is a very, very common type of AHA acid. It is made from sugarcane. And it is the most common type of AHA acid. It's great for all skin types. Instead of having to, you know, exfoliate your skin or use like a scrub, glycolic acid, it just does it for you because it dissolves the skin's dead skin cells. That's going to reveal that brighter skin underneath and it will be promoting that new cell production. It's really helpful if you have oily or acne prone skin. It's great for dry dehydrated skin or combination skin. I will say this, just as a practicing esthetician and personally, it really depends on the brand that you use and the form that you use because some glycolics can be really strong, even though they say they're gentle. So I recommend first see the strength of the glycolic that you use. And if it's a stronger one, I recommend to spot treat the areas that you need and see how that goes. Because sometimes you can strip away too much because there's some, I have a glycolic, which I love. It's by Glow Skin Beauty, but woo, my skin is tight after I use it. So I always like to add hydration back to my skin to keep my barrier strong and remaining intact. I just don't like to strip my barrier too much. So I have a question, Lindsay, when you say for our listeners, when you say you like to add hydration back onto your skin, what are you talking about? Do you mean you want to add a serum? Do you want to add a moisturizer? Do you do a toner then a serum? Like what do you do? It really depends, but I'm speaking of, yeah, you could do a serum or a moisturizer or even a stronger barrier balm. Sometimes when I feel like it's really stripped, I like to add a barrier balm, which I do have the recommendations in the My Shop. There's a few barrier balms that I, I really like and definitely moisturizer. So I'll do a moisturizer and then a barrier balm. You know how they say skin slugging? Kind of like that. So would you do a serum and a moisturizer and a barrier balm or would you just do a straight barrier balm? Okay. Yeah, I do. I'll even treat my hydration as, I mean, I'll even do a growth hormone, growth factor serum or very hydration type serum. I have some, literally some hydration drops. That's what they're called. I'll add those into it as well. Just depending how stripped I feel my skin is. So usually in the winter, it's going to feel more stripped. So I'll use, you know, all three of those in the summer, not as much. And it really depends on the day too. So as I've said so many times, how is your skin feeling that day? What did that cleanser make your skin just feel like when you just used it? Like, how is your skin feeling? Does it feel so stripped that you need, you'll know, wow, this is really tight. This is really stripped. Well, then you know that you need to add that hydration in just to keep your barrier intact. And that's with anything like, so let me ask you this. So if you're using like a Retin-A, can you use the Retin-A the night before and then the next day use a glycolic acid? I would skip a, a day or two in between that. 
just because your retinol, retin-A, tretinoin, that's also exfoliating your skin. So I don't think that you need to do it back to back, especially if you have more mature skin when we're not producing as many skin cells to just, um, yeah. And then just watch that beer. I had a client the other day that said her son's using a salicylic acid. And I was like, okay, so he just started that and he's using it twice a day. I said, Ooh, I said, is his skin, if he just started it, I feel like that's a bit strong. I bet his skin is pretty dry and flaky. She goes, yes, it is. Cause the derm told her either the derm or I forgot I told her to use it twice a day. I was like, well, I would go into that slowly, just start with it once a day, but also he needs to add, you know, some hydration, some more, a moisturizer, you know, on top of that. It's harder with teenage, especially teenage boys to get them to do anything. So just at least have a moisturizer on top of that salicylic acid. So it just really depends. So just be careful with your skin. We don't want to reverse. We want to help your skin and not reverse it and make more, you know, damage. Glycolics have... They come in different forms. There's a cleanser. I like a glycolic moisturizer. You could just leave that on. And then you have like that moisturizing effect at the same time. So I like that. So if you're also really sensitive, if the cleanser is too strong, try a moisturizer. See how that's working for you. That may be your go-to for that. I will put some of these in ShopMy or ShopMy ShopMy link. That way you really don't have to find where all this stuff. So all of our product recommendations. It's just going to be so super easy for you to do. So just so you know, for each podcast that we do on specific ingredients, we will have that skin guide at the top of our list. So you know, this is episode blah, blah, blah. Maybe we should even name it like episode whatever, just so they can see it. But it's so this will be named AHAs. So you can go to lindsayholder.com, select the shop my faves tab, and that will lead you right there. Just wanted you to know. Another one is lactic acids. Lactic acid is an AHA and it's different from other AHAs as it is derived from milk's lactose, where the others are usually from fruit. This is one is great for dry or sensitive skin. Think rough, dry, flaky skin, because this one is known for its moisturizing properties. It is gentler than glycolic because it strips off the dead surface skin cells while binding it with water. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but Cleopatra bathed in it. Legend says, I want to bathe in some lactic acid. You always see, I mean, I've seen images of her in a bathtub with milk, you know. I never knew it was lactic acid. So it's really cool what they used, what they had back then to make it work. For, I tell you, lactic acids are definitely my go-to. For sensitive skin clients, I definitely will reach for a lactic acid for sure. Because the molecular structure and the formulas are also like the molecules, they're larger. So it's not going to go as deep as all your other acids. So for the lactic acid, do you do that as like, does it come in like a serum form where you're going to like put it on your face and let it sit there for five minutes? That's that's usually for the cleanser portion. I'll do the lactic acid or even an exfoliation portion. I'll lean towards that versus I'm not. Okay, here's an example from my rosacea clients. I'm not going to reach for a glycolic. Typically, I will typically reach for the lactic acid first. So I'm not saying you can't use a glycolic, but the lactic acid is just more gentle. We can build up to the glycolic, but I usually like the lactic acid. And then let me ask you this question. Do you like to use it for, which one do you prefer? Like a cleanser or leaving on as an exfoliator? Like which one do you prefer? 
I go back and forth. Sometimes I, I just know when my skin needs a stronger cleanser and I'll reach for my glycolic. I'm like, I really need this top layer off and I know that glycolic's going to do it. And so I'll do that. It just, you know, depending on how my skin is. And so for those sensitive clients of rosacea, B, uh, AHAs are really good for rosacea and sensitive clients. But I would start again, I would start with the lactic acid and then build your way up to glycolic, but spot treat it. Okay, that's what I would do for that for sure. Spot treat it with the glycolic acid, right? Yeah, spot treat it for sure. So I want to let you know that yes, we have all the products in the shop my shelf. Lindsay, we had a question from one of our listeners. It said with AH acids, should you also restore the skin barrier? Yes. And I think I mentioned that above that I am a skin believer that with anything stripping away the skin, you need to replenish it and back with that hydration and moisture. That is just so key with anything. So even acneic skin, a lot of people think, oh, just strip it with if you have acne. No, we've got to add that hydration back. You will see such a difference in your skin. Promise you. Which is so cool because you would think you don't want to add moisture back in your skin because you're trying to get, trying to dry it out. But I, it's just, that's the difference between, you know, being educated and knowing how it's just knowledge. It's about, you know, understanding chemicals. And then we had another question from one of our inside of our group. Mindy asked about texture and brightness. What can we do for texture and brightness? So Mindy, my answer to that, and thank you so much for asking that, but acids are great for texture brightness. Glycolics, the, you know, they smooth your texture due to how it exfoliates the skin and they tr- attract moisture to the skin, but the glycolics also brighten your skin. Lactic acids, those are great for brightness as they exfoliate by loosening the bonds between dead skin cells to reveal that brighter look. I did want to just go over other few ways to brighten your skin too. Definitely use a vitamin C. I love using it in the morning. And then of course I use my sunscreen, but vitamin C also knows. Uh, Watch out for your vitamin C's. We did a podcast episode on vitamin C's. You just want to know how to select the right vitamin C to make sure that it is, can be, you know, the, just certain things. I like to make sure that there's studies done on the vitamin C because it's got to be stable because it can destabilize really quick. So listen, I encourage you to listen to that episode. We go really deep dive into vitamin C's. You can also use a mandelic acid or kojic acid. You can chuck into those if you'd like. Those are going to be not as strong as your other acids, but they definitely have brightening effects. I highly encourage you to add LED light therapy, which tremendously for you're talking about the texture and the brightness that really helps the texture and the brightening. I love it. I flip flop between and we just did a podcast on LED light as well. I think a couple back. And so that is great to listen to, to understand not only how LED lights therapies work, but the lights that we love to use because there's different lights on the market. Now, of course, you can use retinol, tretinoin. Those are definitely going to help with your texture. And if you, I will say this, if you have a stickler of hyperpigmentation, that little spot that will just not go away, you've done everything, you're like, I've done the acids, I've done this. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm okay if you temporarily use hydroquinone. I don't want you to use it a lot. I don't want you to continue to use it. I'm not a doctor, so make your own decision. But I'm okay if you 
use it for a little bit to just knock out that patch because it usually will. I've even done a combination of tretinoin and hydroquinone. Woo, that took care of it. I think two weeks it was gone. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to bleach it. It. I talked about that in our episode that we had about hyperpigmentation. So listen to that one as well. It says brown spots, hyperpigmentation, and melasma. But I tell you about my story with that. But it worked. And guess what? Once you are done treating those spots, then you can use go back to your less invasive acids and modalities to keep it at bay. You know, you've you've done the hard work. Do it for a couple weeks then use your other stuff. One of my girlfriends, she texted me, she had a couple of pesky, small, dark spots that she's, she's tried everything. And I said, look, girl, you gotta, (laughs) you gotta get that hydroquinone and that tretinoin that is going to do it. That will do it. And I can't wait to check back with her and see that. But also your LED light therapy is going to lighten it to a certain extent, but definitely use your tretinoin hydroquinone. Now, LED lights, just be careful, you know, it's light sensitive with other products that you use. So I'm not going to put a retinol or tretinoin on my skin and pop my LED light or vice versa. You want to alternate your nights for sure with using those. So anyway, I love these questions. Thank you so much for asking these questions because I already knew about skin. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to talk like toot toot, but I already, well, toot toot. <laughs> I was about to say, you kind of are, but you deserve it. I already know about it. So I don't know what people want to know about because I already know, I'm not saying I know all the answers, but if you ask me some, for me, questions that I deal with every day, I have the answer. So it's it's exciting for me to know what people want to know about. I will say that, it's very unusual for you to be able to just be able to connect with an esthetician. And we have our support group and Ashley knows a heck of a lot of skin stuff. And she's basically an esthetician just without the license because she's been dealing with skin as long as me. And she's worked at my spa. So she knows everything as well. She's had me educate her. She's educated herself and she's in charge of skin school. So that's the only difference between us two. And the fact that I deal with clients, so I just see a lot of more skin, but I tell Ashley about it. So she really has a great education in skincare. So with that said, her and myself are both inside the community. And that is one way that you can support us. So we are both small business owners. And I can officially say both moms, which is kind of cool. I can't believe I get to say that. So we're both small business owners, women and moms. I've always wanted to say that last one. Yeah. So a few ways that you can support us because this is what we do. Like, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) One, you can, any product recommends, we would love for you to go to our ShopMy, which is at lindsayholder.com. It's literally called ShopMy. And purchase anything that we talk about that you feel would benefit your skin at lindsayholder.com. We do get a small commission off that and it does support us. Now, it is small, so please use it. (laughs) I think the little bit counts. This podcast does cost money to produce. Everything costs, you know, funds to do. And so does our membership, everything. Another way to support us is to subscribe to our podcast. So that way you are rating us. And also, if you could rate us, that would be so awesome. Guess what? So we were 99 on the charts in the US. Now we're on the charts in other areas too. We're like really ranking well in Canada. And then I looked at our podcast this week and we were number 84. 
our goal is to become number one. Number one. Of course. Yes. Number one in our category. So if you subscribe and rate, that would be so, so helpful. Yes, because we're doing it because we want to provide information and have a place for women to go to learn about skincare from a trusted source. And that's where we really, we are really high into our integrity. And we want to provide what's not just what's trending and what's, ooh, look at this, but what actually works and what we have experienced. I got distracted because somebody's cutting the grass. We're in the dead of winter. I'm like, what are you cutting? (laughs) (laughs) It's like brown, like short, like what are you cutting? But whatever. (laughs) And lastly, we'd love your support. If you could become a member in our skincare community, we work so hard to bring this value to you. It keeps us going. It's so simple. It literally takes 10 seconds. Just head to lindsayholder.com and select the join button. I will spell that because people spell their names differently. And mine is L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-H-O-L-D-E-R.com and select the join button. We are in the works for our own LaPree Beauty app. That's the name of the community. And we will keep you posted. We hope to share that with you soon, very, very soon. We do have to build it first, you know, no biggie, but that is our goal for 2023. So Ashley, you asked me a few podcast back, you know, what are my resolution? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That is my resolution is to build our app. That would be a resolution, right? I love that. And we just were working on what it's going to look like right now. And we just got some opinions from some other ladies to see what they thought. So um, it's really exciting to design the cover. Like that's the fun part too. Yeah, if you're on Instagram, follow us. We have two. We have Lindsay R. Holder is my Instagram. And then we have LaPree Beauty too. I like those because I can pop up like a poll like, hey, which icon do you like? What should we put in the community? It's really fun. So definitely connect in there. Send us a DM. We would love to hear from you. So let Lindsay R. Holder on Instagram or LaPree Beauty, you can reach us those way. We'll be on the lookout for our soon-to-be pregnancy skincare podcast and And we'll have some more um, fun shows coming up in the new year. Thanks for joining us. We are so grateful that you're here. And until next time.